the college experience, Michigan State Spartans at the Minnesota Golden Gophers college basketball preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie's six days of giveaways is upon us from the 21st to the 26th. MyBookie's hooking up players with free bets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments with huge cash prizes, all completely free. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag. Promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters, providing insight analysis and free betting picks from cappers and betters, including the crew from SGPN better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at better than Vegas Vegas. That's better than Vegas Vegas. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience, Michigan State at Minnesota preview. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And we are picking Big Ten basketball. So I thought I'd bring on the DFS slash college basketball god himself. Give a give a warm welcome, a happy holidays, and uh and all the love you can find for uh Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock given. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, man? How we doing this fine day? Uh, I'm just sitting over here drinking some alcoholic eggnog. You know, just kicking back. Tis the season. You know, you have a good Christmas out there. Yeah, yeah, you know, not too bad. I'm, uh, I'm about tired of these, uh, you know, the small slates of college basketball games. I'm, I'm ready for, you know, a, a big Monday or a Super Tuesday. I'm, you know, a full, you know, 30, 40 games or something. Let's get this going. Well, this week it really heats back up, heats into it, and uh, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll break down more of that on a solo pod because, but right now we're here. You're, you, we called you in. To talk some Big Ten basketball, the Spartans. I mean, for, do we just start off by saying, is do we do we have to worry about Michigan State right now? I would say that you ask this question about Michigan State pretty much every year at some point early in the season. I have faith in Tom Izzo. I think they have enough talent. They're not an overly talented team. They're not as talented as some of the you know some previous years. But I think they're better than than what they have been playing the last couple of games. So uh, I don't think there's cause for concern just yet. It's early in the season. 
lots of uh, time to be able to, you know, write the ship. So uh, no, I'm not, I'm not throwing in the towel on Sparty just yet. Uh, could you argue this though? That Izzo, we know he's a great coach, but uh, has the Big Ten just upped itself as a conference, where so that there's no way he's going to dominate the conference like he used to do? No, I mean right now his team is not a dominant team, and the Big Ten is. You know, we were talking before we started recording; they are by far and away the best conference in college basketball this year. There's a lot of, t- of you know really good top teams, and the depth is just crazy. There's hardly any you know bye weeks as far as you know the the opponents that you know you're going to win. So uh, no, but they don't have to do that. I mean, we're talking about preparing your team for March, and uh, then he, they might come away with a 500 record in, in Big Ten play. But as long as they make the dance and are playing their best ball come mid March, you know, that's, that's what he wants. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, before we dive into the, the X's and O's of the game here, you look at this and you say, okay, well, they're still six and two, right? But at the same time, they've only really been tested twice outside of, uh, you know, those six wins the Duke and, and North uh, Notre Dame. And you could argue that Duke was incredibly young at the time. And I, I mean, my thing is, is, is I think you, if you're a Sparty, a fan of Sparty, if you don't, I think you need to sweep this series right here of Minnesota and Nebraska. They, they got Minnesota, obviously Monday, December 28th, the game that we're covering. And then on a Saturday, this Saturday, they take on Nebraska in Lincoln. I think they need both of these games. I mean, cause the rest of the season, dude, I mean, I don't see an easy win short of Nebraska the rest of the season. Well, two and two definitely sounds a lot better than zero and two, you know, and uh, two and two is a lot better than one and three or potentially even zero and four. So I think they'll they'll take care of business against Nebraska. Uh, this is this game here against Minnesota is the you know the much more of the bigger question mark because Minnesota's got a good team. Yeah, um, I mean it's going to be interesting to watch because I, I do think if you were to lose just one of those, I I mean. I don't know about you, but I think Rutgers is a better team than Michigan state right now. They got Rutgers after that. Agreed. Uh, now Purdue, I think is a winnable game for them, but Definitely. I still think they could lose Purdue uh, solid. Iowa, I think we got to say Iowa's better. Sure. Right now. Yeah. Right? I mean, that doesn't mean they're going to win. You know, yeah. Iowa has some problems on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, they're just going to try to outscore you. Um, you know, but yeah, right now you would think Iowa would be favored against Michigan state by I don't know, five or six points or so. How about Indiana? I actually might take Indiana if they were to play tomorrow. That's right there. I mean, there's so many quality teams in the big 10. I mean, you can go keep on going down the list. You can say Illinois, you can say Penn state. Um, You can say Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Michigan's undefeated. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's no, (laughs) there's, it's going to be, I mean, uh, these teams are going to beat up on each other big time, Uh, but it would behoove Sparty to start getting some conference wins. That's for sure. Well, yeah, I just wonder that, I mean, wh- at what, at what record would they not make the tournament is what I'm saying. Cause they, I mean, look, they only have six wins out of conference. Uh, you know, granted that was all against all their six opponents, but if, if they post, let's just say, I don't know how many games their conference games are playing. What are two? Well, that's the thing. This year is crazy. Who knows? Who knows how many games teams are going to end up playing? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think, yeah, in a usual 
you know, year, you might be able to look at it and say, Hey, they need to be, you know, at least 500 in conference play, or they need to win at least 18 games or something. But this year, who the hell knows? I have, yeah. I honestly, I haven't really looked that far in advanced uh, because so many games are being canceled. So how can you, you That's know, true. They got um, I think like, like we mentioned with college football where, you know, this year was kind of, it, it, it gave the committees even more leeway to choose who they want, which who they want is the bigger schools and Michigan state fits that profile. So, you know, I find it hard to believe that they miss out on, on the uh, tournament. Hear me out though. Look, they play 20 conference games. They're already zero and two, right? Let's say they go eight and 12, right? Would that means you add the six wins after that. So they're 14 and 12 as a combined. Is that good enough to get into the NCAA tournament with Tom Izzo? Probably, right? <laughs> Probably. I don't, who knows? I, I mean, that's, you have to look at the whole landscape at that point. That's just uh, unbelievable. That's it, it's impossible be- to say right now on December 27th or December 28th, you know, who knows what things will look like. Uh, I would say that would probably get them in, but like I said, who knows? Maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. So we should just focus on the game at hand. I like to look at the future, buddy. And I'm like, man, are you telling me they're two games above 500? They would get in, but I mean, it is the best conference, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if they would get in. I would, I guess I would lean that in that direction. But like I said, it, it in a vacuum, you know, it's hard to say. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into this thing. For, by the way, let, let's look at the Gophers before we, we truly get into this. The Gophers coming off a huge win over the Hawkeyes. And don't look now with this Gophers and 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 Rick Patino's son Richard Patino. I mean, I was really impressed. I watched that St. Louis game. No, I as did I. Now I did watch that Boston College game, and I thought they got very fortunate to get that win against BC. So that makes me think that they could lay an egg to to anybody. But um, uh, and and the one loss was they got blown out by Illinois. I mean, Illinois is a good school. No, you know, there's no harm in that, I guess. But was, you know, there's no harm in losing to the fight, the Fighting Lionites. How they lost by 25 points, right? I don't have the you know the yeah. final score in front of me, but yeah, they were awful, and they got they got ran out of the gym that game. But they are coming into this ball game uh, with a, you know, a two game winning streak, I think. And that's two nice wins against St. Louis and against Iowa. And really their guard, their point guard, Marcus Carr. I mean, this dude is a straight baller. I'm a big fan of his. He's been in, in a couple of my DFS lineups. He's uh, won me some cash this year. I was but, about uh, to say that you know, he was a, a strong DFS play. Cause he was cheaper than like for the amount of points per game he puts up. He's a lot cheaper than some of the other guys you'll see. Uh, the, not anymore. I think yeah, they caught you know, on. I, I think they're on to him. Uh, yeah, because not only does he average twenty four point six points per game, but he also dishes out six point two assists per game. So I mean, it goes without saying that the entire Golden Gopher offense is you know runs through Marcus Carr, and the reason why they lost to Illinois was because he was awful in that game. He shot uh, three of thirteen, um, and his his backcourt mate um, Gok went zero for nine in that game. So uh, obviously, you know, when I was looking at Minnesota, they had some nice wins. I wanted to kind of, you know, look at that loss. I didn't watch that uh, Illini game, but uh, with that, with that backcourt struggling that much, uh, you know, obviously, you know, that's, that's why they lost. So I think Marcus Carr, if, if things are rolling for him, Minnesota looks really good. If he's, if he struggles, the whole team struggles. Yeah, and then they got that big man, the transfer from uh, from Drake and Liam Robbins. 
uh, who's getting about what? 13.6 or seven boards about 2.6 blocks per game. He's a seven footer. He's solid. Yeah. He's yeah. He's a, a nice big man. And you know, with Carr on the perimeter and him on the interior, you know, that's a pretty, pretty good place to start a team right there. Yeah. And uh, so, so right away, when you look at this team, you got to think that they hold a huge guard edge against Michigan state. Am I right? Yeah. They're much more proven. I'll be honest. Yeah. Rocket Watts. I watched that Northwestern game. I know it's just one game. Was not very impressed with uh with Watts in that game and and they needed him to step up. And I mean Northwestern's playing great ball, so I don't want to I don't want to decredit uh Chris Collins and the Wildcats, but uh uh I mean, I don't know. Like I just I I I know I haven't watched a ton of Michigan State game. I watched the Duke game. I watched and, that. And actually Rocket Watts had a really good game against Duke. I think Coach K even credited him with his yeah. perimeter defense. Um but yeah, I mean Watts is a he's a sophomore. He's a young guy. I, I like Watts and you know, we mentioned him in a couple podcasts. Um he did have a bad game against Northwestern. There's no getting around that. But I still like his potential as a player. I like his potential on the defensive side of the ball. And you have to think he's going to be locked up with Marcus Carr, uh, and that's the matchup to watch. You know, if if he can, um, you know, make Carr shoot poorly from the field, if he can, you know, contain him, I think Sparty's got a decent chance to uh, to go into Minneapolis and get that W. Uh, well, I mean, you're going to need Hauser to have a big game. I think Hauser's got these are their their best scorer and. I don't know. I, I feel like that when I've, I guess I've watched three Michigan state games and I feel like at times there'd be, they can be very offensively challenged. Yeah. And actually, and I mean, on defense, they're, they're usually a, a better de- defensive team. Um, it, you know, this is, it, it kind of happens every year with Michigan state, you know, Izzo needs time to get his teams to gel and that's what they're going through. You know, if you look at that Northwestern game specifically, the Wisconsin one, also there were so many just like, mental defensive breakdowns. And really, I think that's what it is, is that this, these, these guys haven't played much together. They haven't, you know, they you know, have a shortened uh, preseason and everything. Uh, they haven't had as much time together. They haven't had as much time under Izzo. So um, I have faith in Tom Izzo. I think he'll get this team to where they need to be. There's a ceiling on this team just because they're not as talented as, as teams in the past. But um, you know, for me, this game right here, I think it's kind of a situational play. You got uh, one one school thinking mighty highly of themselves right now after a couple of nice wins, and then you got Sparty is kind of backed into a corner here. Uh, you know what team is hungrier? I would ask. Uh, well, I think Michigan State is is more desperate, and they should be hungrier. But I don't know Minnesota. I mean, you could take an angle from like Michigan State's a blue blood here, and Minnesota is been trying to come on the scene for a few years now, and this is a huge opportunity for them. But I get your point of like, hey, I mean, I, out of desperation, I think Michigan State really needs this win. Um, I actually think like this week is the first week of college basketball where we're actually seeing some actual huge games that could have an impact on the NCAA tournament. And th- this is one, I, I, or not even the NCAA tournament, but but seeding within their conference to get into the NCAA tournament to get in their conference tournaments. Um, because I, uh, you look at this in Nebraska and after that, you're like, I don't know where their wins are coming. So they really need to grab these two wins in my opinion. And then, uh, and I, and I, there's a bunch of games like that for this week. But um, uh, I, what's crazy as I mentioned that that Michigan state offense, you know, 
doesn't look great to me. Still, they're ranked 11th in the nation in adjusted offensive efficiency for via, right. via Ken Palm. So, right. I find that amazing because of like, I've watched, you know, granted, I didn't watch, you know, some of those games against Detroit or whoever, but, um, and that's what can kind of skew, skew those stats right now is that some of those out of conference opponents that, you know, are complete cupcake, you know, mismatches. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I think uh, Michigan state does enough offensively right now. It's really, can they shore up that defense and can they force Minnesota to beat them? Don't make the mental mistakes, you know, make sure that that weak side defense is rotating in time, you know, just, just simple stuff like that. Um, and I, I think they will, you know, I, maybe we're getting it ahead of ourselves with the pick, but I'm going to go ahead and take Michigan state to come up into Minnesota and get the W for me. It's a situational play and they're backed into a corner. And I think they're going to come out swinging with everything they have. And I think it will be enough to get the win. I'm going to take the gophers. They're all, they're a home dog where I'm looking over circus Sportsbook is saying Spartans minus one. And look until I see it, I know they look good against Duke, but I don't think Duke was Duke. It, it, you know, I, I still would question if Duke is Duke yet, but I think, I think Minnesota's got something brewing here. Give me, give me the gophers plus a point. Now, what is the key to Michigan state getting the, getting the win here? Lock it down car. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It is ro- rocket Watts, you know, forcing an, an average to bad game from, from Marcus Carr, And that, that is everything. Cause it, you know, like I said, not only does he score for Minnesota, but he, fa- he facilitates the entire offense. So, so uh, Watts and, and the other guards that they're going to throw at Carr, they really just need to make it difficult on him, force him into bad shots, you know, cause a couple turnovers, just make life hell um, for Carr, And I think, you know, obviously that happened in the, in the Illinois game. So he's not immune to bad games. And um, yeah, that's what Michigan state needs, needs to do. Cause if, if he just, if he goes off, sorry, see you Sparty. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the, the, I mean, the key for, I'm going to say, I'm going to highlight Liam Robbins against, uh, against the, the bigs of Michigan state. I think that could be a real difference maker. Also from a defensive standpoint, this guy's getting close to three blocks a game. Um, so I, I think that's the key for, for the gophers besides obviously Carr winning that, that matchup against Watts, but, uh, give me, give me the gophers to get it done. Plus a, a point, uh, just take it on the money line, obviously. But I'm saying, I, I, I honestly think they have a better roster. I think they have a better roster. Now the coach, the coaching uh, front, obviously Izzo gets the nod over, over Richard Patino, but, uh, yeah, give me give me the Gophers. I like this. We're 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 on different sides Di- of this one. We're disagreeing already. I I like it as well. Let's go Sparty here. There we go. All right, guys. If you're a first time listener to the College Experience, make sure you subscribe because we handicap every single Division One college basketball, college football game, and we've been doing it for four plus years. Each year for each individual season, we have been over five hundred. So that means yes each college football season. We've been over 500 each college basketball season. We've been over 500. We've been way over 500 on our locks and we give you all of that for free over at sports gambling podcast.com on a spreadsheet. We also tweet that out daily on our Twitter account. So I will give you those in a minute, but I want to tell you, we don't charge for picks and we won't charge for picks. The only thing I'll try to charge you for is your kindness. It's the giving season as they say, Nick. So get over to iTunes and give us a uh, five-star review. Say some nice things about us because we'd certainly appreciate it. Um, Oftentimes sponsors have told us that uh, 
that, you know, they like to see fans engaged talking about the podcast that they're about to invest in. So perhaps you go leave us that five-star review. They see it. And uh, next thing you know, I don't know, they're investing. You know what I mean? Maybe Kirby vacuum wants to invest in us, you know? And the next thing you know, uh, you know, we got a bunch of money and we're giving you more episodes. You're making a bunch of more money. Cause you're listening to more episodes. You can finally quit that, that horse's ass job you have at the mall. You know what I mean? <laughs> are malls even open in, in this country? I don't even know that in LA. I don't feel like they are, <laughs> but they are, they are in North Carolina. Okay. So yeah, well you can quit that job at the kiosk, selling cell phones, hating your fucking life, trying to get people walking by, you know, but you will miss the scattered assets at the mall. So I'm sure I'm sure this money will be able to afford you your own shot at cause look, normally before you're selling them, you're trying to sell them an iPhone. You're trying to sell them a, a phone, a case and they're walking by. They're like, look at this fucking schmuck selling phones here. Right? All that talent's not interested in you. But then all of a sudden you start hitting on a bunch of these bets. Me and NC Nick are winning you a bunch of money. And the next thing you know, you're sporting a little Rolex, you're driving a fucking, a fucking LeBaron. You know what I mean? And Boom. Next thing you know, these girls are, they happen to be interested in you before you even get to the job. Right. And then you're plowing ass. You're doing great. Fucking your younger brother, your older brother sitting there saying, Hey, what, what is Keith's secret to success? And then he tells you, he tells your brothers about the, 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 you tell your brothers about the college experience and boom. The next thing you know, we're, we're just getting more downloads. You're getting more ass. You're winning more money. Your bank accounts going up. You're buying that cottage that you always wanted up in the mountains. You know, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but the point is, is to, uh, if you can give us that five-star review, we'd certainly appreciate it. Say some nice things about us. Don't just give us a five-star. You got to say some, you got to do the five-star, say some good things and voila. And as a token of our kindness, if you do that, First, if you do that, take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I will enter you in a David Stern like raffle where you're guaranteed to win a college experience t-shirt over the next few weeks. How about that? Huh? It's a cold time of year. You're going to need to be wearing some new clothing. I know Christmas, you maybe didn't work out the way you wanted. You were hoping you were going to get some new clothes. You know, maybe, maybe Santa. Santa didn't bring you that Santa got you the new fucking PlayStation or something instead. So I'm going to send you a new college experience t-shirt. You'll look better. You'll look shinier. Your girl will be more interested in you and uh, you'll have a better, better 2021 for it. So if you can do it, um, I, like I said, I'm at the Colby D on Twitter, NC Nicks at NC underscore N I C K Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give give all of us a follow. Check out NC Nick's writings over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com too. Great, great articles, great content he's putting up. And uh, yeah, make sure you give Sports Gambling Podcast a follow on Twitter at DSGP Network and check out the Slack channel for Sports Gambling Podcast for the best way to keep in touch with us. A lot of good fun going on over there. All right, this is the college experience, Michigan State of Minnesota style. You better start thinking about yours. And we're out. <laughs>